The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's episode, the holiday season is here, and we've got some great tips on how you can eat what you want and still keep it healthy. So listen close and stay on track with your fitness goals. But first up, Megan Monroe is a registered dietitian and manager of St. Jude Wellness Center. She's experienced in a variety of nutrition and health venues from pediatric and prenatal to weight loss, aging, and generalized healing and recovery. Megan has her master's degree in nutrition and food science, is a certified lactation educator, and a certified culinary nutrition expert. She has a passion for making healthy food taste good and shows her clients how to do this in a weekly virtual cooking class. Megan is a big believer in integrative health, which she helps clients accomplish with her entire wellness team. And we welcome her back to the Mother's Market Podcast. How are you, Megan? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yes, so exciting. It sounds like good things are happening and you've just continued moving along, teaching us all how to eat uh, healthy and, and make it taste good, right? It's always fun digging into the food. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Why don't you talk about your mission and um, your work before we get to today's show topic? Yeah, as a dietitian, my mission is really to make people understand how good real food can both taste and be for your bodies. You know, our, our society has gotten so far into processed food eating um, and it's not good for us. And it really doesn't taste as good if you are, if you have a really good homemade meal. So I'm less into looking at macronutrients and, and all the different guidelines and really just looking at, can we get you to, to cook? Can we get you to eat some real food? Um, and then within the kind of grander scheme of, of wellness, which is where I work at and a whole integrated on the center that evolves into how do we make wellness a just natural part of life? You know, you don't need to schedule a breathing session once a month. Can we learn how to breathe normally throughout the day and, and do stress relief that way? So kind of just seeing how we can make real wellness, real nutrition, just normal for people. Which I love. And you're right. We are in such a fast food society. So it's nice that you're kind of coming back around and teaching us how to do things around in our own kitchens. Um, today, we're talking about getting proper nutrition over the holidays. And so you recently gave a talk on how to have a healthy holiday season. Is there really such a thing as a healthy holiday? <laughs> it's funny because as soon as I scheduled this with the hospital, I actually had a physician come up to me and say, is there really such a thing? And I just loved that question because um, yes, there is such a thing. And it's less about making sure that every single recipe is healthy. We're obviously going to splurge on the holidays. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of eating your pumpkin pie. That's my favorite. Um, but it's, so it's less about making everything super, super healthy, but looking at the whole day, can you add some health to the table? Is everything on the table, mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, turkey, and pie? Can we maybe have salad (laughs) there? Can we turn broccoli, can we turn the broccoli casserole into some roasted broccoli instead of a cheesy bready thing? You know, are there some ways to maybe add some nutrition without detracting from the things that we love? And then also, are you enjoying the day? You know, so many people just think about the food for the holidays and that's not the whole piece of it. If you're stressed out the entire time, if you're having arguments with family, who cares if you have comfort food, you're, you're not enjoying your moment. And that's the, really the point of a holiday season. 
That's such a good point. That's part of the wellness part of it, the aspect um, is like being in it. So I, I love that too. Um, what, what are some of the unhealthy pitfalls that people fall into during the holidays? You kind of mentioned some of the cheesy and potato, cheese and potatoes, but what, what are some other unhealthy? Yeah. Aspects? So obviously nutritionally speaking, we're talking a lot of desserts and treats. And I, I think the biggest pitfall is not necessarily that people like to eat them. Um, obviously they taste good and we're going to have more during the holiday season, but the pitfall is eating them mindlessly is we tend to just basically from Halloween through new years, we have this two and a half month period where you're just constantly snacking. I mean, they actually did a survey, um, in a national survey where they interviewed people who would work in, in hospital settings, just any type of hospital setting. And nine out of 10 people said that four to five days of the week, there were some sort of special treat in the staff lounge during the holiday season. So can you imagine every single break you take, you're walking by donuts and cookies and <laughs> different types of chips and dip. And it's just, mm. that's, I think the biggest pitfalls. We're not recognizing how often we're going to those foods and not enjoying them. You're just mindlessly eating a candy bar without even thinking about it. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things we tend to fall into, um, from a, from a nutrition perspective. I'm glad you said that out loud. So now that I'm going to think about it next time I see a candy bar or something, I'll be like, okay, no, no, <laughs> I have to be very mindful about it. Um, do, do you have any tips and tricks to help manage stress during the holidays? So everybody gets stressed. Yes. And, and that's one of the, the biggest things, I think, from a pitfall perspective of, of even moving around from the food, moving aside from the food is just one of the things we fall into is not enjoying the holiday season you know, so many people come into our wellness center and they're so stressed out and they're not paying attention to their health at all. And so a huge pitfall is letting your, your own health routines slip. Mm -hmm. Um, so my biggest tip for stress when we're feeling overly stressed is not to let those things slip. Things might need to be modified. Maybe you can't make it to the gym for your body pump class five days a week, but can you still do something active every single day? Can you get in a 15 minute walk around your block? Um, can you make sure you're still having lemon water in the morning? Can you pay attention to breakfast, um, instead of thinking about how bad dinner is going to be because it's a celebration. If breakfast is just on your own, can that be somewhat balanced? So those right there can help with stress because we thrive on routine as humans. There's so much research around from childhood to old age, having some sort of rhythm and routine really helps to keep our cortisol levels down. So keeping some aspect of that, even if the routine changes a little bit, having a little bit of that semblance of normalcy is really great. Um, another thing with stress is to make a to-do list and then prioritize that to-do list. So what are the things that must be done? What are the things that would be nice to get done? And what are the things that someone else kind of wants you to get done, but is really not that important to you. And you list those things and you have your priorities throughout the season, throughout the week, throughout the day, and that's what you follow rather than just, I have to get it all accomplished. So those can be, those can be helpful. And then just generalist self-care, which is kind of a trendy topic. And everybody likes to think, you know, self-care um, in quotes, and that doesn't mean you have to go get a massage, although that's super lovely, um, <laughs> nice. but just saying no and having some time to yourself might be your version of self-care that helps you to be able to sleep well that night or to not have a panic attack the next day, or maybe buying something that's already done instead of doing a whole DIY decoration project in your house. You know, sometimes things can, can be let go of. 
That's all great advice. And I think, yeah, the self-care is, it shouldn't be trendy. It should just, I think people are really coming around realizing it's important, you know, because then it turns into long-term care. And what does that look like? What have you done to your body by stressing out and all of that? Um, what can we do to make unhealthy foods healthier? So there's a, a lot of different ways of doing that. I think step one is just knowing what does it mean to be healthy? Because um, I think most people just think, oh, it means that I have to eat something that doesn't taste good. Um, so the number one, and this is kind of what I mentioned at the very beginning, number one thing is how real is the food you're about to eat? Um, and I have kind of a diagram I show in a lot of presentations where I show an apple and okay, that's our real food. And then I show a homemade applesauce versus a, a pre-made processed applesauce. And the homemade one is basically apples, water, and cinnamon. The pre-made one has some added sugar and sometimes palm oil or canola oil in it. So we're going in two different pathways from the original food. And then even taking that apple and turning it into pie, a homemade pumpkin pie or oh. apple pie is clearly not a health food, but is it made of apples, maybe maple syrup or honey and like some actual ingredients versus the McDonald's apple pie in a box that I can't mm. even recognize the ingredient list. So <laughs> I think when you're, when you're looking at, you know, holiday foods, it's less about how do I make this food healthy and instead looking at it as how do I make my, how do I make my body recognize this meal? How can I process the ingredients correctly to where, yeah, I'm, it's maybe not a health food per se, but it can at least be something that is nourishing somewhat to my body. Um, so looking at those and, you know, doing meal makeovers that way, doing as much home cooking as you can, and then also just balancing that plate. So, like I said, with, is there something nourishing at the table? Is there a veggie platter? Is there a salad? Are there some roasted vegetables with just a slight sauce on it rather than a casserole dish, some, some sort of fiber plant foods to go along with everything else? Cause that fiber is going to fill you up a, so you can fill up your plate with some of that to where you feel actually full, but also all the nutrients that you're getting from that real food are going to help you to be able to take care of some of the less healthy ingredients and some of the other foods. Wow. That's all great. And it's so funny when you were mentioning the ingredients, some of these, we, our bodies don't even recognize. <laughs> Again, sometimes when you say things out loud, it's like, oh yeah, what is in this? What am I putting in my body? So that's, that's actually that, that's a great trick is just to read it out loud, especially read it out loud to a kid. Because kids are going to be so honest, like, what's that? You know, <laughs> kind of justify it. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's a good, I think I'm going to start doing that, even though I have grown kids. But um, tell me some of your um, favorite holiday, um, homemade holiday meals. Mm -hmm. I've got a, a lot of them, but I love to make various various forms of salads and salads seem so boring, but really you can make them incredibly decadent and really beautiful. So one of my favorite mm. in the holiday season is a roasted cauliflower salad. So it has arugula, mm. roasted cauliflowers, mm. and then you do sliced apple and pomegranate seeds um, wow. and a homemade kind of apple cider vinaigrette with some Dijon mustard and you top it with goat cheese. So see, that sounds amazing. Wow. <laughs> I know I'm like thinking because the cauliflower is probably not one of my favorites, but when you put everything else in there, I was like, wow, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, that sounds really, really good. Pretty dish too. You have all yeah. the Christmassy colors in there. So that's a really fun one. Um, I really love this dip that my cousin sent me years ago and it's a butternut squash dip, but mm. it has all these weird ingredients. If you were to look at the recipe, it's like, 
balsamic vinegar and Dijon mustard and has some sweetener in it, but also has tahini. And then you top it with cilantro and it's so odd, but it really creates this beautiful combined flavor profile. And it's pretty much always on my Thanksgiving appetizer table. Oh my gosh. That you wouldn't think those would all go together, but I bet you taste pretty good. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what made me try it to begin with. Cause at first I thought, <laughs> so lesson learned is to always try things. <laughs> always try. That is such a great idea. And then just out of curious, do you, do you post all of these recipes or where can we find some of these amazing recipes you're talking yeah. about? So actually on our website at stjudewellnesscenter.org under virtual, right now it's under virtual wellness because they were all in our cooking classes and under the virtual wellness tab, there's cooking class recipes and most of them are in there. And every, there's also some that we've just sent out as links to our clients. So if you're part of our newsletter, you, you'd get those on a regular basis. Perfect. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, any other favorites that you can think of? Okay. You talked about some of the salads. What about in any of the other areas? Mm -hmm. uh, I actually really like making a vegan gravy, which is, I'm not necessarily vegan and I definitely eat the turkey and everything else, but there's a, a gravy that you can make with sauteed mushrooms. And then you add a mm. veggie stock and just add a little bit of arrowroot and wine and a bunch of seasonings and just let it simmer, simmer, simmer till it thickens. It's delicious and not quite the same as a turkey gravy, but a really nice substitute. That sounds amazing too. And it's true. It's funny. Some, and some of the vegetarian dishes now don't even taste that way. Like you were saying, I mean, if you're not, but you can disguise things so that we're eating healthier. Right. So that's good. a great, you know, tip on just, if you're looking at your table, pick the things that are your favorite, that you're just no way. I'm never changing mashed potatoes. They're my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I'm going to keep them as they are tons of butter and sour cream, but I don't care as much about gravy. I want it to taste good, but it doesn't have to be turkey. You know, maybe make some of those swaps where you care a little less, or it's not quite as much of a comfort food and try something new in those areas. This is so great. I could talk to you all day long. Uh, we have to take a quick break. So thank you, Megan, for this great information. Stay with us. We will be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Podcast. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for podcast and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with registered dietitian, Megan Rowe, and we're talking about getting the proper nutrition over the holidays. And you've been giving us some great examples of your favorite dishes, but could you give us some more of your holiday meal makeovers? 
your yeah, favorites. Absolutely. And I kind of like to talk about meal makeovers in more of a spectrum of this is probably the worst you could do to here's a better version to here's here's a great, really nourishing version that's still going to be a bit of a splurge because that's what we're looking mm-hmm. for for holiday foods is, is comfort. So mashed potatoes is probably most people's favorite. I can't seem to get my family to, to move away from <laughs> any version of mashed potatoes. That is everyone's favorite at their plate. Um, so you can do like literally the dehydrated mashed potato in a container type of option. And that's probably going to be on the, on the worst side of the spectrum. (laughs) You know, if you look at some of the ingredients in those, there's, there's heavy cream, there's a lot of different types of vegetable oils in most of those, the pre-made potatoes. So soybean and canola, um, sometimes corn oil. So they're just really heavy in oxidized fats. Um, plus sometimes you're even going to get some sugars or excessive amounts of salt that you might not otherwise do if you're making it yourself. Um, so I, I kind of have been through, I come through a bunch of pre-made mashed potato brands and I can't seem to find one. I, I really would recommend. Um, plus truly they don't taste as good as a homemade mashed potato. So you might as well do at least a traditional recipe. And so if we're talking traditional recipe where you're looking at russet potatoes, butter, salt, pepper, garlic, and either whipping cream or whole milk. So not exactly the world's most nourishing dish, but all real food ingredients. And you are balancing the carbohydrate of the potato with the Mm -hmm. fat of the milk and the butter. So at least it's less of a glycemic spike. Um, (laughs) And you could go one step further and make it more nourishing and less carbohydrate dense by cutting that potato with cauliflower. So doing half mashed potato, half mashed cauliflower using like a grass-fed pasture-raised whole milk or almond milk if you are dairy-free, and then just tons and tons of herbs and spices, lots of garlic, scallions, um, lots of salt and pepper that, you know, can really create a a lot of flavor profile there. And that's going to be a much more nourishing version that also still tastes good, especially if you don't cut out all the potato. It's still nice and fluffy. So that one's a great one. Um, I really love candied yams as a, as an example of modifications. It's not my personal favorite dish. I actually think it's too sweet as a general dish and like all together, but it's a good example of something that you can make a lot better for you. Cause candied yams is one of the worst as far as calories is concerned on the Thanksgiving right. table. Um, so there's a canned version that you can get that is super, super processed. And I actually have it in front of me and the ingredients are sweet potatoes, water, corn syrup, brown sugar, sugar syrup, modified food starch, salt, cinnamon, and nutmeg. So, oh my gosh, just a lot of sugar with a little bit of sweet potato and seasoning. Um, so that's really not going to be good for your body. If you do a traditional homemade, you're automatically doing better by at least reducing how much sugar you're getting and by adding some real food nutrition in there. So a homemade dish, you're looking at yams, butter, sugar, or brown sugar, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, maybe marshmallows on top of your, that kind of fan. <laughs> Again, not super, super healthy, but way better than that canned option. Mm-hmm. And then you can go a step further and actually do some modifications. So maybe we're using date syrup instead of regular sugar or brown sugar, cause it's lower glycemic. Um, maybe we're throwing in some fat in there to balance out the blood sugar process of the, of the sweet potato. So you're using some ghee or some grass-fed butter, um, a little bit of arrowroot starch to thicken it up a little bit. And then again, lots of seasonings. So you can make Mm. that, that much better. Mm. 
Um, let's see, you could even actually on the sweet potato side of things, I, I like to also point out that you can change it. It doesn't have to be a candied yam version. I like savory sweet potatoes. That's just my favorite. I like to leave my sweets for pumpkin pie later on. So you right. can do savory versions, slice up all of your sweet potatoes, toss them with you know avocado oil and lots of savory mm. herbs and roast it and maybe top it with some cheese. And that's a totally that's different good. way of using your sweet potatoes but mm. can kind of flip it on its head. So again, if sweet potatoes aren't your favorite dish ever, you're not married to the candied yams, maybe try something different like that. Yeah, that sounds great. Mm. So that's a fun one. Um, green bean casserole is a lot of people's <laughs> favorites. That one, I, I will say most people tend to, to home make that one. It's harder to actually find pre-made unless it's like a frozen dinner, you know, a TV dinner type of thing. But the pre-made ones are, are pretty heavy in lots of salt, lots of cream. Um, I looked up the Campbell's recipe for green bean casserole and it's condensed cream of mushroom soup, whole milk, green beans, and fried onions. So not the like longest, worst list of ingredients, but there's 720 milligrams of sodium in just one serving. Oh <laughs> Whoa, that right lot. there. Is, <laughs> yeah, is. so maybe we modify just a little bit. Um, a healthier <laughs> version would be to make your own cream of mushroom soup. That's really the culprit in that recipe. And all you have mm. to do is saute mushrooms with garlic, add a little cream and a little bit of starch and just let it cook mm. down. And that's then you add your your green beans and whatever topping you want to make it crunchy you could do panko you could do crunchy chickpeas to make it that much healthier mm. and less carby a little bit more protein um or again switch it up maybe you do green beans almondine instead of a casserole altogether and that's more of your ready to go healthier vegetable on the table which can also be yummy mm. Um, cranberry sauce is one of my favorites, but definitely mm -hmm. a pretty bad culprit on the table if you're getting it canned, because it's just crazy high in sugar if it's already pre-made. It's it's actually worse in sugar than a typical pumpkin pie slice. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it does, and most people don't even know what cranberries taste like. They're not, they, they think that they're <laughs> sweet, that they're not actually a tart food. Um, but making them homemade is really easy and you can reduce the amount of sugar. So you can just mm. simmer down cranberries with orange juice and orange zest, add coconut sugar to your heart's desire. Mm. And you're probably still going to be eating a whole lot less than in a canned version. And it tastes delicious that way. Mm. Mm. Those are some of my favorites. Otherwise, there's also some other traditional things that you can get or even like cornbread. So easy to grab that box of ready to go cornbread mix and just add <laughs> water and bake. <laughs> right, it's, right. It's got a lot of those plant um, vegetable oils that I was talking about too that are already oxidized. So instead making your own with all you have to do is have egg, almond milk or regular milk, cornmeal and baking soda or baking salt and just bake it up. So it, it's a lot of these are not actually that difficult to home make to begin with. You know, and you make it sound like it's super easy <laughs> when in fact, I love your alternatives though, like with the, um, and, you know, with the green beans and um, just, I, I think it's, and especially the, the roasted sweet potatoes. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. When it's candied yams, uh, oh my gosh, it's, it's like eating dessert and it with is. your dinner. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wow. Um, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, drinks, uh, your favorite drinks around the table and healthy op alternatives. Mm -hmm. um, there, there was, as I was 
creating this presentation for, for St. Jude a couple of weeks ago, I just thought, oh, I wonder, I wonder if people do drink more, you know, during the holiday season, because I feel like they do, but I don't know. And, yes. <laughs> and there are stats on that, that actually mo like 90% of people in the United States drink way more during the holiday season. And there's it, the December through January is the most time for heart attacks. So wow. something to pay attention to. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are definitely yeah. some worst offenders at, when it comes to drinks though, because there are so many holiday cocktails that are just really, really heavy and either sugar or cream. And one I can think of off the top of my head is eggnog, yeah. um, really a lot of sugar in there. One cup has 200 calories and 23 grams of sugar. Oh my gosh. So and eggnog. Wow. Yeah. And that's like, wow. I remember growing up, my dad would buy the entire container of eggnog. <laughs> None of us liked it. So he drinks the whole thing. And oh <laughs> my like, gosh. oh no, looking back at that was so much. Um, <laughs> there's also a really traditional drink that I don't know how many people drink this anymore, but hot buttered rum. Have you ever mm -hmm. hot buttered rum? I've never had it, but I used to hear about that or hot toddies. I don't know if that's yep. the same thing. Yeah. But so what, what's in it and what is, and how many calories, are there a lot of calories in yeah, that too? basically butter and sugar, <laughs> like with alcohol <laughs> added in. I mean, it tastes delicious. I'll give it that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like 350 calories oh per cup of those. So kind wow. of paying attention more to those special things. Some of my favorite drink alternatives just for the general holiday season, when you're at parties, when you're having a celebration, stick with the wine or the mold wine. Um, mm -hmm. my favorite is actually a sparkling wine. So you could, you know, call it a wine spritzer or whatever you want, but it's, it's really traditional in South America where you actually have like more mm. like half a glass of red wine and you top that with just sparkling water and it, oh. it more of a cocktail. You could put pomegranate seeds in it or cranberries. So it's really festive oh, and you're cutting nice. down on your, al your alcohol intake, which is also nice. And pomegranate. Can you like, I just, it just reminded me. Uh, instead of cranberries, can you use pomegranate? Isn't pomegranate really healthy for your heart? Or am I yeah, yeah. pomegranate has so many antioxidants, really heart yeah. and brain healthy. So you could throw some of that in, or even a splash of actual pomegranate juice and get some of that mm. in. Um, also really helpful for UTIs for those of us who suffer from those <laughs> with, you have the stress and the poor eating during the holiday season, any antioxidants. Oh my gosh. Good. So those are some of my favorites. Another one, as far as a cocktail goes, is a ginger toddy. So a lot of hot toddies are um, just straight like sugary apple cider that you heat up and you add alcohol to. But if you brew some hot apple cider and some ginger tea, and then you cut it half and half, mm, mm. It's delicious on its own. But then if you wanted to make it alcoholic, you could add like a bourbon to that. And it is a nice kind of mm. evening nightcap. That's cool. Oh, that's a great, those are great. Um, you, you know what, we talked a little bit about this. You brought up one of, um, the pitfalls of course that we fall into, but what are the worst holiday foods for our health? And I think you talked, I think you said you talked about the, uh, potatoes and that you read some of the ingredients, but yeah. you have others, the worst candy DMS are definitely up there on <laughs> pie is, is a Ooh. major culprit. And honestly, I don't really have a good modification for pecan pie. Um, making it homemade is going to reduce how much sugar versus a pre-made one from Costco. And that's probably your best bet as far as the pecan pie goes. Cause it's really just a sugar bomb with nuts on it. Um, <laughs> it's like that hot rum, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hot butter rum is another one. Um, and, and any of the desserts are going to, are going to be some of the worst offenders, but it's really, it's eggnog, candied yams and pre-made cranberry sauce. Those are your top three mm. 
when it comes to just calories and sugar. So. Okay. Okay. I want to make sure that we went over that again, but yeah. And when you read it out loud, it is like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I'll never even do that again. <laughs> now that you said the numbers on there. We can label uh, our Thanksgiving table with calorie information, just like they do on menus. I wonder. If exactly. <laughs> I wonder. That's a really good idea. That's a really good trick. Uh, how can those of us who don't specialize in nutrition or cooking find out how to improve the nutrition of some of our favorite meals? Like, I know you've been talking about this, but now when we're making that transition, besides posting up the uh, calories. Yeah. And it's, it's a good question because so many people do say like you do like, wow, you make it sound so easy, but mm -hmm. I really just know where to search for things. You know, I'm not, I'm not creating or inventing these recipes. I just know what to look for. So if you know, some of your lower glycemic sugars, you know, that date syrup, coconut nectar, even like a raw honey are going to be your better sugars to go to. And oils should be avocado oil, coconut oil, olive oil, or a grass-fed butter, if you're constantly on the lookout for those, those are really good indicators. And if you are looking at a recipe and you think other than maybe how much sugar, if you could just switch the sugar, that's one way to go. But otherwise, tell Google what you want. That is like my biggest <laughs> secret tip to everyone is if I'm looking for a apple crumble muffin, you know, that's something I grew up with on mornings during the Thanksgiving season, I will look up paleo, uh, date nectar, apple crumble muffin, healthy, or, you know, to be so crazy specific in your Google search, yeah. so many food bloggers out there that I guarantee you'll find something pretty close. And mm. I think people just typically aren't thinking that they can be that specific. I love that. That's a great tip too. And, and you're right. You just have to kind of tell it not kind of, but do it. Yeah. So um, what are your, those things? That's great. What are your favorite, um, top tips for staying nourished over the holidays while still enjoying the celebrations. And, and I mean, a lot of us travel different places. So how can we be on top of that? Yeah. Um, the nutrition part of it. Yeah. So biggest tip is focus away from the holiday meal and at the rest of your meals, you're just normal, your breakfast, your lunch, your snacks that day. We're not eating holiday meals all day long, every day during the holiday season. So even if you have zero control over what's on the Thanksgiving table or at Christmas, you know, brunch with your family, you can control the rest of your week. So mm -hmm. your body's going to process that big meal so much better. If you haven't been eating big splurge foods all week long, you're going to feel better. You won't feel bloated before you even show up to the holiday. So biggest, biggest tip is just what what meals can you control? Try and stick to really balanced meals for breakfast. Know that you have protein. Don't start your day with a muffin or a donut or a croissant, but have some eggs or Greek yogurt or cottage cheese so that you can actually metabolize things correctly. That's like key. And so, I would think also, um, that's great. Uh, but also portion size too, I would imagine, huh? Just you know, not overdoing it. Yeah. And then once you're yeah. at that holiday table, survey the buffet and love it or leave it. You don't have to eat everything, <laughs> right? You're like, you it's true. <laughs> favorites. You can walk away, right? Exactly. And so that's, yeah. I always kind of like, if, you know, most Thanksgivings I think nowadays are more buffet style. So I'll kind of walk around and see what my options are <laughs> and plan it in my head before I just start at the you know, stuffing. And all of a sudden I have a plate full of stuffing and gravy and I don't have any room for the salad at the end. So plan it ahead in your head, know that you have space for a vegetable, always leave at least a quarter of your plate for that veggie. And if you can bring that veggie dish with you, offer to bring a dish, 
make that the healthier option so you know that's going to be there. And most hosts really appreciate it when you offer to bring a dish. That's a good point too. Oh, that's great. Wow, really great advice, Megan. Thank you so much for your time. And we really, we always appreciate the knowledge you bring and we look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, you can get more information on Megan. The website is stjudewellnesscenter.org.org. And thank you. We look forward to uh, having you on our next visit. You're welcome. I hope you have a great holiday season. You as well. Thank you. If you want to learn more health information, check out mothersmarket.com. Get delicious recipes and health guidelines to keep your body in great shape. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market podcast and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.